Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host, Clay, and this is going to be episode number 26. Thank you all so much for joining to listen, and let's get right to it. So in tonight's episode, I wanted to go over the beginning of free agency in the NFL. We've had a lot of big news come out this past week, maybe past few days. So I'm just going to talk about some of the players that just got franchise tagged, what I think about those 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 taggings. I'm going to talk about the players that recently became free agents and just overall some some players that just got signed and then some players that were already free agents maybe talking about where they're going to go. So basically just everything that's going on with the beginning of free agency that's going to be going on before the draft. And before we get started, I just wanted to thank you all so much for the support recently, especially on the last episode. That one was really successful. It did really well. So I appreciate everyone who listened to it and shared it with a friend. Uh, whenever I talk about kind of current events and finance and stuff, that seems to do well. So I'm going to continue to do more of that. But of course, NFL is here to stay. So let's get started. So the past few days have been really interesting. We've had a lot of players get franchise tagged. I'm just going to run through a list and give my opinions on it. So first off, Justin Simmons got franchise tagged by the Broncos. Of course, one of the best safeties in the game. I don't really like this just because I feel like if you can't get him to a long, long-term deal now, how are you going to get him to a long-term deal once you have a franchise quarterback, which hopefully should be in the next few couple of years. So I'm not sure how I feel about this. I think that they just kind of want one more year of that elite defense to see how how um how Drew Locke does, but that's not my favorite favorite franchise tag. When I think of whether or, whether or not I like a franchise tag or not, I think about whether I'd be happy for the player in his situation on that team. I don't really feel like Justin Simmons is probably thrilled with this. Next up, Marcus May. Similar situation here, safety on a team that doesn't quite have a quarterback. However, the Jets are almost definitely going to improve. They've got a new head coach, new high draft pick. They're going to have a new quarterback and all that stuff. So I'm not too upset for Marcus May. I do wish that he was able to get paid through free agency. Same with all these guys, but some some of these situations are better than others, and that's not a terrible situation. Brandon Sheriff, this is one of my favorite franchise tags. I feel like this one was just done to get them some more time to get a long-term deal done. I think he's happy with Washington. He's one of the best guards in the league. Washington needs him. Washington has an elite defense. All they really need is a quarterback, maybe a few more offensive weapons, and some some continuity on that O-line. So this was a good, good move for both sides, and I think we'll be seeing a long-term deal come out of that soon. Same with Leonard Williams on the Giants, one of the best defensive linemen in the game, really just improved and broke out this past season. So this was a good, another good move just to get some more time for a long-term deal. Chris Godwin got tagged on the Buccaneers. This, for me, is probably just a one-year one thing and then he's gone. This is just to, to try to get another Super Bowl while Tom Brady's there, and they don't want to pay Chris Godwin a huge contract over the next three, four, or five years. So I, I like this for both sides. I think Chris Godwin's probably happy to play on a Super Bowl contender. And after the, the year after Super Bowl, basically everyone wants to return to the team. And we've we've somewhat seen that with uh, with Godwin and down the line, we're going to talk about Levante David. Finally, Allen Robinson. I really do not like this tag. I think Allen Robinson deserves to play on a team with a good quarterback. He hasn't had that for basically all of his career. And I, I was excited for Allen Robinson to test free agency this, this offseason and pick his team, but unfortunately, it seems like he's stuck on the Bears. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a tag and trade, though, just so the Bears can get some value out of him. Unfortunately, if it's not that, I'm going to feel a bit bad for Allen Robinson. Next up, free agents, we've got quite a few here. 
Carlos Dunlap was released by the Seahawks. They think that they're going to try to re-sign him for a bit cheaper. He was getting paid about $12 million a year. He's good, but maybe not worth that type of money. Joe Tooney, it was, it was announced that the Patriots are not going to be franchise tagging him. So he's going he's gonna to get a lot of money. Good offensive linemen always do. Possible spots could be Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Seattle, all these places really could could offer him a lot of money and need the protection on the offensive side of the ball. Next up, Bud Dupree. He was not franchise tagged by the Steelers. They were thinking about maybe doing that. I think he'll probably walk to a team that needs D-line help. Maybe, uh, I'm not sure, maybe the Browns or the Bills, something like that. Keanu Neal was, is going to walk in free agency from the Falcons. I'm not a huge fan of him, unfortunately. You know, I don't like to pick on players, but I, I think that he's a bit... um. He, he, you know, he's a hard hitter and I respect that, but unfortunately he kind of ends up getting himself hurt and other players hurt. Uh, for example, Jordan Reed in, in preseason when, when the Falcons played Washington. So I'm not thrilled if I was, if I was a scout or a GM, I'd be looking for other options at safety, maybe like LaMarcus Joyner or Trey Boston. I would probably stay away from Keanu Neal unless you can get him for cheap. Of course, Kenny Galladay will walk in free agency from the Lions. This is similar to the Allen Robinson situation. Now that Matt Stafford's out of Detroit, I'm glad to see Kenny Galladay walk, and I hope he gets a nice contract on a contending team. Hunter Henry will walk from the Chargers. I wasn't. I I was not really not expecting this. I thought that he would he would either get tagged or get a long term deal there. For a young quarterback like Justin Herbert, it's important to have that big tight end target, that consistent you know short play guy. And I, th- this could be a mistake from the Chargers. I'm not really sure what else they're going to do with this money besides maybe offensive line or defense. But when you have, when you've got a good tight end, you want to keep him. So uh, I don't I don't like that move. Aaron Rod or sorry, not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones, the running back from Green Bay, will walk from the Packers. You know this was this was pretty much expected. Everyone knew this was going to happen. They drafted AJ Dillon to take his place next year, and. I think that that was a good decision from both sides. Aaron Jones gets to pick where he wants to play. He's going to get a lot of money, and the Packers aren't going to pay a running back when they're tight on cap space. So good move for both sides. I could see, I've heard a lot of people saying Aaron Jones will go to the Dolphins, and then I've also heard people saying the exact same, exact opposite thing, where the Dolphins don't want to pay a running back. So we'll see. With, with these running backs, they can really go anywhere. We saw that last year with Todd Gurley. I don't think many people expected him to go to Atlanta. Hassan Reddick will was not franchise tagged by the Cardinals. This is bad for the Cardinals. Maybe they thought they were going to get a long term deal out deal done, but with JJ Watt signing there for three years, after that three years, you've got to find a replacement. If you had signed Hassan Reddick, you could have maybe gotten a four to five year year deal done for much cheaper. JJ Watt was thirty one million a year, so I don't like that them letting Hassan Reddick go just because he just came off of the best year of his career. He's on the he's getting better. They paid JJ Watt more and he's getting worse. So I think that you know, JJ Watt's probably still better, but I think Hassan Reddick would have been more efficient and a better bang for the Cardinals buck. I think that Hassan Reddick will probably go to a team like the Browns that have, you know, a good amount of money and also need help on defense. Same with basically all these these defensive pieces have been mocked not mocked because it's not a draft, but you know, they've been speculated to maybe go to Cleveland. I think that a lot of big free agents saw Cleveland's success on the offensive side of the ball. Now they're going to try to add to that defense. Malcolm Butler was just released today from the Titans. 
this is I was kind of surprised by that, but it did save him ten million dollars, so it's not a huge shocker. But you know, I didn't really see anyone predicting this. Once again, all a lot of teams in this league need defense, and they'll they'll be willing to pay a not quite top tier elite corner, but you know, a solid corner. Malcolm Butler's a guy you want on your team. Was maybe a little bit overpaid, so it's understandable that they released him. And finally, Lamarcus Joyner was was released from the Raiders a couple days ago. He general consensus from Ravens, sorry Raiders fans. Um, he was he was played out of position. They played him kind of as a nickel corner. He's more of a free safety, so I could see him going to a team like Washington, which is in need of a free safety, and he's he's better at that position for sure. Players that were recently signed to long term deals: Dak Prescott just got hundred and sixty million dollars over four years. Over hundred twenty million of that is guaranteed. So this. This was a deal that the Cowboys had to make, right? I've seen a lot of people not liking the deal. Sure, Dak did get his way, but the Cowboys have to sign him. They, they're not going to let him walk in free agency. You can't let a top seven quarterback like that head out the door. That would not be good for the team at all. And then you've got nothing to do. You've got all these players signed to big contracts and you're going to lose your contending years. So they had to sign him. And I think that overall, while he is a bit overpaid, he's 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 paid at the top three of his position. He's not a top three quarterback, but that's kind of the way the quarterback market works. The, the guys who are up to get contracts get paid in, get paid the most compared to the others. So he, he did get paid a lot, but this is a good move on both sides. Um, if, if you if you franchise tag Dak Prescott again, it, that's it's not really sending the right message to your team. It's kind of sending the message that you don't care for your players. And I think Jerry Jones made the right decision here. Levante David just signed a very team-friendly deal. It's $25 million over two years. That's a lot of money, but for for a top-five linebacker like him, that's the price you're going to pay. And to be honest, that's actually cheap. I could see Levante David getting $18 million a year elsewhere, and he just wants to go back to Tampa Bay. So that's what happens when you have a nice winning team, and the, the team wants to stay together. They just won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's there encouraging everyone. I'm really happy for the situation in Tampa. It's also a nice place to be. You know, you're in Florida. You're near the water. A nice fan base. Nice nice stadium. So I'm happy for Levante David. Unfortunately, a lot of his careers were spent on a not-so-successful Buccaneers team. But now he's he's living life, and he's making his money. So I'm really happy about that signing. Also, Micah Hyde, the Bills' safety, was re-signed for about two more years. And Jason Kelsey, I think, re-signed for a year or two more on an unspecified amount from what I could tell. So two two team veterans going back to their teams. Not too much of a surprise there. Um, however, Jason Kelsey, some people thought he would retire, but he's coming back. And finally, let's talk about some guys who were already free agents. So weren't nothing really changed about these players in the last couple of days. However, I'm going to offer some quick predictions on these guys. Trent Williams, I'm not sure. I thought he was going to re-sign with San Francisco, but he hasn't yet. So that's not a good sign in terms of him him staying in, in with the 49ers. I could maybe see him going back to Washington. They could use some left tackle help, but I'm not sure he'd really want to after the way things ended there. Of course, it's a whole new regime, so I wouldn't be surprised. These offensive linemen, it, basically offensive linemen and defensive pieces, you never really know where they're going to go. They could They could go anywhere. Shaq Barrett, I think he'll end up staying on the Bucks. They did use their franchise tag on on Chris Godwin, so I think it'll probably be a one or two year deal, but they're going to have to pay him a lot unless he wants to take a team friendly deal, which I could actually see happening because once one guy takes a team friendly deal, it kind of encourages others to do so. Trey Hendrickson is the the Saints really can't afford him. They're they're negative 40 million dollars in in 
in the cap space, so they can't really afford him. He's definitely going to walk. I could see him going to a lot of places, maybe Miami, because they just let go of Kyle Van Noy, and they've got a bit of a hole there for leadership on the defense. I think Trey Hendrickson is going to get a little overpaid because he had such a good year, but it was partially just how good that Saints defense was in ter- with the linebackers and Cam Jordan. If I were a GM, I'd probably stay away from Trey Hendrickson just because he hasn't had that sustained success throughout his career. But nonetheless, I think whoever signs him, as long as they have the, the cap space, I think it's going to be a good signing. Carl Lawson, a defensive end out of Cincinnati, will be has been in free agency for a while, but he's a bit underrated and he's probably going to get a lot of money somewhere. So similar situation as Trey Hendrickson. Same same thing with Matt Judon, really. These are just three defensive linemen who have been kind of in in talks with their teams for a little that they're going to end up walking because the team can't pay them. And we're going to see some 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 def- teams that need defense. They're going to make a big splash for, for some of these guys. Finally, Corey Lindsley, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. Seems unlikely that the Packers are going to retain him. If I were the GM of the Packers, I would do everything I could to keep him in Green Bay. But it just seems like he's going to cost too much money for that to happen. And maybe they feel like they don't need him. So whoever signs him is, quite frankly, is getting one of the best guards in the game. He was an all-pro pro bowler. And the, the Green Bay offensive line was great. So that helps his case. He was part of that. And I, I could see him going to a lot of places. Maybe maybe the Dolphins or Cincinnati. I like both those picks. I've also seen a few people mock him to Jacksonville. I'm not sure a lot of free agents are going to be super sold on heading down to Jacksonville just because they haven't had the the one year of growth that you like to see for new teams, so for new free agent targets such as like Washington and Cincinnati, you know, these young franchises on the on the rise that might be attractive to some free agents who will get paid a lot of money and then also be the start of something big. All right, everyone. So that does it for episode number 26 of The Nothing Show. Just wanted to run through some of these. You know, this is exciting stuff. The free agency is kicked off. We've got some players that just got tagged, some players that just got signed to big contracts, some guys that got released, cut, and overall just a lot of a lot of good stuff going on and getting ready for the draft here. Trade talks are starting to heat up. So yeah, very excited for this offseason. I'm going to be posting a lot about it on my Instagram at pigskinspins. Of course, you can follow my podcast Instagram at Real Nothing Show. I'll leave both those in the description of this this podcast episode. So, as always, I want to thank you all so so much for listening. The support lately has been unreal, especially on the football Instagram. Man, it's been taken off. So, I just want to thank you all so much. And with that, this was episode number twenty six of the Nothing Show. I'm your host Clay. Logging off.